This is Bobby Guy with the 10 Minute Health BizCast. This is album five, track one. Welcome to album five of the 10 Minute Health BizCast. We've taken a short hiatus for 2022 and now we're back. For albums five and six, we're going to focus on the rapidly changing healthcare environment, RCHE, for Americans who love acronyms, like me. What is the rapidly changing healthcare environment? It's the convergence of a dizzying array of trends in the healthcare sector all at the same time, like digital health, new technologies, bundled payments, pay for value, new care settings, payer provider realignment, and the disruption brought by the pandemic. With the pandemic itself having accelerated 10-year trends, probably into two to three-year trends. Album five is going to take us up to our 50th episode. Whoops, I mean tracks, since I'm from Nashville. We're going to jump right in now and kick off album five with my interview with Andy Friedel. With us today is Andy Friedel, the founder and CEO of HealthAlign, a company which is all about closing gaps in home care. This is a big deal as we continue to see the trend line of healthcare move towards home. He has more than 20 years experience in the healthcare industry and a master's from Rutgers in public policy. Andy, thanks for joining us. Bobby, thanks for having me on. So talk to us about what Health Align does. Yeah, Health Align is sort of like an easy button for services into the home for health plans. There's a lot of kind of administrative complexity and data visibility challenges and fulfillment reliability issues that kind of all center around services in the home. Plans want to offer their members services in the home, but dealing with some of these barriers can sometimes prevent them or give them reservations about going down that road. So what we're doing is really trying to create an environment that makes it much easier for plans to organize and fulfill a pretty diverse range of services for their members to access into the home. How do you guys offer that service? Yeah, so you can think about us as a pretty big network nationwide of in-home service providers. And when I talk about in-home service providers, I'm talking primarily non-medical. So things like home care, but also rides, meals, handyman, even pest control, even yard maintenance and snow removal providers. So a pretty big network of providers nationwide. But what we've done is we've brought them all together on a proprietary kind of closed loop technology platform that we built, we call HomeAlign. And by closed loop, I mean that we are getting referrals from the plan for these services, giving them to providers, but we're not just making the referral, we're actually kind of watching the entire workflow unfold all the way through to encounter documentation and even payment to the provider. So that that allows us to kind of watch everything take place, know that the services get fulfilled, and then flow back up to the plan uh, information on all these services in one window. What was the genesis of Health Align? It goes back from, I actually started the company inside one of the nation's largest home care companies. And in that role, plans would frequently come to that company, I think because they had a nationwide footprint, looking to stand up home and community-based programs. And I think their goal was looking potentially for maybe one relationship that was sort of like a silver bullet for fulfillment all across the country. And when we were in that role inside that company, we kind of liked the idea of being able to do that. 
but sort of secretly in the back of our mind, I think we also knew that we could never fulfill that. And that's not anything about any one company. It's just not possible for a single provider to be able to fulfill all of the needs of a health plan everywhere. Geographically, it's not really feasible, but even more so, it doesn't necessarily fit with the business model of individual providers to be able to kind of always accept and guarantee fulfillment for a given health plan. So we essentially positioned ourselves for those plans as their single point of accountability, said, give us your referrals for a home and community-based program. What we can't fulfill, we will bring together some other providers in the space to ensure that we can take it on for you. And that was kind of the origins of Health Align, uh, being able to kind of be that single point of accountability. And, uh, and we separated out back in 2019, uh, stood up as an independent company. And it, I think fortunate for us around that same time, Medicare Advantage was also creating some changes that offered uh, their plans additional flexibility to cover some of these new services in the home. So it was kind of like a, a pretty fortuitous time to be doing that uh, for us. We got one of the first nationwide contracts to manage some of those in-home services for an MA plan nationwide. That's awesome. So let's talk about the gaps in home care and sort of how you see Health Align fixing those issues. What are we doing well in home care as a country and what can we be doing better? It's a pretty complex place. And, you know, having spent the last maybe 15 years focusing on these services, you get an opportunity to see it really in the weeds. And I think from a, from a member standpoint and from a health plan standpoint, there is sort of a unique catch-22 challenge that exists with services in the home. And I say catch-22 because on the one hand, you want lots of services. A member needs lots of different services in order to be independent at home. They need rides, they need meals, they need companionship, they need their bathroom fixed, uh, they need things to be, remain independent. So you need a lot of different services, which inevitably means you need a lot of different providers, but at the same time, adding more of these providers. And every time you add a different service and you add multiple providers, you start to exponentially add complexity to the delivery and the administration of these services. Some have not worked with health plans at all, and they might even work out of a truck most of the time. And so getting all of these services organized for a plan can be very challenging from kind of an administrative standpoint. You know, when you think about credentialing and uh, compliance oversight and audit, can be very complex from a data standpoint. You think about all these different encounters that are documented in different systems and that data can just get lost into different silos. And then there's a huge amount of like reliability challenges from a fulfillment standpoint, because particularly today with staffing challenges, caregiver availability challenges, employment challenges, it's hard to know that from a plan standpoint, if you want a companion visitor, you want grab bars installed, or you want a pest control treatment, it's really hard to ensure that that kind of fulfillment is going to reliably take place in the home. So, so I think there's a lot that needs to be managed in this space. Everybody, I think, universally believes in the value of care in the home, but these barriers are what prevent plans from really whole, whole hog jumping in and, uh, and, and pushing some of these services at scale. It's, it's a lot of these um, managing to these different barriers that makes it hard. You mentioned silos a second ago, and it sounds like a lot of what you're talking about is creating a comprehensive um, care plan and a comprehensive umbrella that covers all these different pieces for people instead of doing it episodically. It's, it, 
it's a good point because you know when a member wants to be independent at home there are going to be multiple different providers who each will have their individual touch points with the members home and their each their individual episodes but they're all interconnected right if 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 a plan wants to pay for pest control it's usually because they want the member to remain at home or they want a nurse to be able to come and visit the member or they want uh to be able to have companions come into the home as well and they can't if there's some kind of an infestation issue in the home similarly you know a handyman visit might be one that you know, a member is unable to come home and, and be independent if they can't bathe themselves uh, on their own. And so so there are a lot of individual episodes, but they all kind of come together as part of a, a larger plan. And I think that's, you know, that's one of the challenges that plans have faced, particularly Medicare Advantage plans over the last few years since they've been given this additional flexibility that flexibility spawned a ton of innovation, which is great. And so you've seen plans add meal benefits and they've added ride benefits and companion benefits and even pest control and handyman. But what they've created in the process of doing that is these individual silos, like you said, and they all kind of create these different channels of services out from the plan to the member's home. Many times the case manager at the plan ends up being the one carrying a lot of the burden of managing all those different sort of channels if you don't have kind of an otherwise have a platform that brings those providers together. And that's kind of what we're trying to solve for. We're trying to make it easier so the case manager isn't in a position of having to have an 800 number for meals and a portal for rides and a Excel sheet of approved companion companies and you know maybe a sticky note with a pest control provider's number on it. And so our, our system is bringing all of that into one environment so now the case manager can look at the benefit that the member has and see, okay, I, I see what they have as service-wise, and they can kind of manage lots of different services out through a single channel. So let's talk about home care, the trend toward home care. feels like we've gone from house calls to hospitals and then back to house calls over the last century or so. What's your sense of that? It's true, and I think COVID really accelerated that, right? Because people now uh saw the value and the desire to remain at home and payers particularly um also wanted to support that independence uh and the services that you need around that and so uh when you look at some of the expenses of not not only the the cost expense but the risk uh of being in institutional settings for for members the home becomes a really attractive venue from a public policy standpoint, it becomes attractive from a uh, cost standpoint, and it has always been attractive to the member from a member experience standpoint. So you have a lot of these kind of macro trends kind of coming together into focus that really promotes and creates kind of a tailwind for services into the home. And, uh, and now we're just starting to see through companies like HealthLine the administrative solutions coming together that enable plans to more simply organize a lot of these services as well, to kind of break down some of the barriers that had also been uh, in place and made it harder to do some of that work in the past. You're the platform that basically gives them the ability to provide all of those additional services so that they don't have to do it themselves. That's right. We create a much lower barrier to entry for those payers. And now we create access points for, pay for payers 
to be able to work with some of these providers that just haven't been accessible to them in the past. All right. So last question. You've been working in U.S. healthcare for more than 20 years. If you could snap your fingers and change one thing about how we do healthcare, what would it be? Yeah, I'm a big believer in marketplace model because I think it drives innovation. Um, and so I think that's one of the best things that we have in our system. But at the same time, you know, innovation takes takes time. It's slow and that can be frustrating. Uh, and I, it's frustrating. And I can imagine if it's frustrating for me and I'm seeing it uh, firsthand and I'm seeing the progress that we're making, I can you know, only imagine how frustrating it is for people who don't see it. You know, I'm visiting my mom this week who just had knee surgery and I'm seeing uh, the challenges. She's in a really rural part of Maine and I'm seeing the challenges she's having getting services into the home. And so I know that for members who are experiencing that, that can be frustrating. Uh, and so I guess if I could snap my fingers, it would be to figure out a way to accelerate some of that creative destruction and innovation that that is the great part of our system and that uh, has made um, you know, so many advances in healthcare and just to, to be able to make it faster, bring it faster to folks so people can see the value of it. Andy, thanks so much for being with us. Thank you, Bobby. This has been the 10 Minute Health BizCast, broadcasting from Nashville, Tennessee. Thanks very much for joining us.